Lego for us is like a mindfulness coloring in mm. book or, it a, is or like doing that, a puzzle. Isn't it? Yeah. it is just so wonderful because. Do you put all the pieces in yeah, their individual piles? This very table yeah. that you're sitting at. You should feel very honored. Yeah, oh. feel, feel the creativity. <laughs> What's happened on yeah. this table? <laughs> I know, look at those scratches. They look like <laughs> nail marks. Um, <laughs> this is Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoot. Talking to interesting people about that interesting thing that interests them. Yes, this is Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoof. I'm Dan DeBoof. Welcome. This is my podcast where I sit down with someone I find interesting and ask them what they find interesting. Just go for it. Just talk to me about it for half an hour. Take me into the world of that thing that you've been obsessed with. Maybe for your whole life, maybe only recently. Or uh, maybe it was something that you're obsessed with as a kid and it's come back now. Who knows? I want to hear all about it. Uh, Thanks for joining us. A couple of bits of uh, listener feedback I want to go through right from the top of the show. Um, First of all, last week, the obsession was Formula One. My guest was Stacey June and we were talking about um, how given her sort of broadcasting history on shows like The Thinker Girls and her own uh, personal podcasts, how a lot of her work skews towards the female and Formula One is an odd obsession. And we were wondering, like, you know, is it are there many women in Formula One? Neither of us uh, in the moment did any uh, Googling to check that out. Trav, alert listener, has said there's actually plenty of women in Formula One. Uh, four reserve slash test drivers one team boss, Claire Williams of Williams Racing, plus Natalie Pinkham, Rachel Brooks, who are two of the most respected analysts for Sky Sports F1, and there's crew members, engineers, media officers in every team. So it's great to know. Thanks, Trav. Also, uh, Ash, another listener, has said... Now, this I, I love this, and if you've done this in real life, please tell me, because I love hearing how I have touched and shaped your lives. She said that on dates... She started using Totally Obsessed as a date technique. So, she'll be on a date with someone and she'll say, hey, what's the one thing that you love and you're just dying to talk about? Go for it. She'll be on a date with like a guy and he'll be like, oh, I don't know. She'll be like, come on, come on, come on. And she'll get that one thing out of him and it just sets the date on fire. Uh, So, there you go. Try that out and tell me the results. I could help you find love um, or I could ruin your romantic chances forever. Uh, who knows? Tell me the results. I'd love to know. Interesting segue to my next guest, now that I think of it, is in a way, I have helped this week's guest find love, which we talk about in the podcast episode. My guest this week is comedian and, well, now I guess you'd say reality TV star, Jimmy James Eaton. Uh, Jimmy and I have known each other since we were teenagers Uh, We perform together these days sometimes in a group called The Big Hoo-Ha, which is an improv group in Melbourne. You can see every Friday night at the Butterfly Club. We both perform in that, but Jimmy does so much different stuff. Uh, He has a podcast called The Father-in-Law Cinema Club, where he and his father-in-law review movies together. He also has a YouTube page called Maddie and Jimmy, which is him and his father-in-law's daughter, a.k.a. his wife, Maddie. Um, They, you might have seen, were on Lego Masters. 
the reality show that recently wrapped up. Uh, so, Jimmy, he's here to talk about his obsession, Lego. Now, I've been dying to talk about Lego as an obsession. So, this was the perfect opportunity. Um, and, yeah, like I said, his, obviously, he was on the show with his wife, Maddie. But their relationship blossomed over Lego. And you'll hear him say in this podcast that I'm not going to claim it. But maybe I was the reason for his love of Lego. We also talk about our high school days together. Uh, we talk about growing up with Lego. How Lego can make your relationship run more smoothly. What the audition process was like on the show. Uh, because we recorded it at his place, I got to see all his Lego collection. And also I showed him my Lego collection and he judged it. So uh, this is a podcast of a couple of AFOLs. A-F-O-L, adult fans of Lego. There's a few Lego acronyms you'll learn throughout the podcast and some trivia as well. But this is Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoof, The Obsession this week. And my guest is Jimmy James Eaton. And he's jimmyjameseaton.com if you want to check him out online. Jimmy, what is your obsession? Actually, we know what your obsession is. Normally, I start, like I say, what's your obsession? But we know what your obsession is. My obsession, uh, other than being totally obsessed with Dan DeBooth, nice. uh, who's a great guy, great hair, uh, <laughs> also was a college chum. Yeah. Are we allowed yeah. to say that? We went to yeah. the same school. That's um, You were my school drama captain, and then two years later... I was drama captain. And two years later, after I left school, I just felt this feeling of like yeah. the the captaincy of my former school is in good hands. I don't know who it is. <laughs> I've just got a good feeling. Like the opposite of um, like a disturbance in the force. Yeah. Like a pleasance in yeah. the force. I thought a million people scream at once. And but like, I, I felt Yay! a million people go, hooray, <laughs> at once. And, and artists everywhere had a sigh of relief and got a free meal. It was uh, it was good days. Shout out to John 23rd. Shout out to George yeah. Sacasiris. Our, our, our drama teacher. Um, Seek justice. I think that was the, yeah. the school motto. And I think then, it's changed. <laughs> they used, we used to flip it to just seek ice. Oh, <laughs> Fantastic. That'd help with the, the studies. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Stay on track, kids. Or keep your drinks cool for children that might be listening. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, I yeah, am totally are. obsessed. Um, this might come as a huge shock to, to listeners. I am totally obsessed with Lego. Now, we're recording... Toy of the century. Yeah, is li- like it owns that crown. It did in 2000, year 2000. Um, as people were worrying about the millennium bug... <laughs> People we're going to declare a toy. We have a toy of the century, and um, it beat frontrunners the common teddy bear. You know, just teddy bears in general. Whoa! And Barbie. Wow! Though actually, because in my mind, I was like, "What else could be toy of the century?" Come on, it's like those. Like first of all, common teddy bear. Yeah. But also, yeah, and you can't out. hug Lego. Lego can't. You know, well, you can. You can well, do we anything. should explain that right now. You are hugging your dog. Yes, I have my dog right here because uh, his you name can, is his name is Chewbacca. You can set him loose if you want. Oh no, he he will start barking. And uh, let's find out. Let's find out. Okay. Now that we put a warning We're on, just putting just putting Chewbacca on the floor. He's good. 
He's good. <laughs> Put like a sound effect in there. Like, yeah, great. Bow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, Fuck so, once for, do you like this podcast? All right. So, Lego is the toy of the century. We're recording as, you know, because your dog's here. We're recording at your place. Yes. And I'm super happy that you do have a house um, bedecked in Lego, which is great. Yes. Um, can you shout out some of the, the best things you've got going around? Uh, I thought you'd never ask, Dan. Uh, well, I, I guess if we uh, if we look over to the TV cabinet above there uh, is the pirate ship, the Sea Cow, from the first Lego movie. Which, by the way, was so much better than it had any right to be. Like, it was Wasn't amazing. It? it was great. And I think oh. the reason why it was great was it's just that nostalgic hit. Like, it really oh. kind of touched on all those things that we remember from Lego. It was perfect. It hit every button. You've also got, like, the blue spaceship. I do, yeah. And I, I remember seeing the trailer for the movie and I loved those blue spaceships. They were kind of like almost late 80s Lego. Yeah, uh, 70, late 70s. Wow, yeah, late 70s. Late 70s, late 70s out. But, so, but I guess because we're children of the 80s, we might have come across like our friend's older brothers 100%, or older sister's Lego yeah. stash. So for me, it was um, my neighbour's kids were obviously like teenagers and weren't playing with Lego anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It would have been their Lego from 10 years ago. Yeah, I was the same. I had a friend called Andrew Knowles. Hello, Andy, if you're listening. And he had... Um, uh, if you can hear that squeak, that's Chewy Bucket playing with a toy. That's fine. He had... Um, I'm going to steal that off you in a second, Chewy Bucket. He had so much Lego. He had like oh. three brothers and a sister and they had so much Lego. And back then... Um, it, when I went to their house, it was like walking into the brick pit from Lego Masters <laughs> as a kid because I they just had so much Lego and their mum or dad clearly had OCD because they had trays of the different colours and oh, you'd wow. go over there. And I'd, I hate to admit it, but I would often just invite myself over to Andrew's house solely to play with Lego. Andrew was just a byproduct of that experience. <laughs> wow, that is the worst shout out I've ever heard someone get. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, after all these years, you're a byproduct. No, he was a great guy. But you know when, like, a mate had I don't yeah. know, like a Nintendo, like the like, like the trampoline on the Simpsons, or the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the swimming pool during yeah, summer. Yeah. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah the you, swimming you'd pool. You'd go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to go around there to be friends. Yeah, exactly. But also to play with Lego or swim in the pool. He had so much, and they had yeah the space Lego, and I think. This is just before Pirate Lego came out. Yeah, because that, um, that was definitely early 90s. Yeah, Pirate. this, uh, but they had like the um, Castle Lego as well. Oh, Castle was great. I loved. Way before Game of Thrones was even a, a twinkle in George R.R. R. Martin's eyes. What I want to say is, so this is one of my really big um, kind of pet peeves around Lego or theories around Lego oh, here we go. or something like that, right? Yeah, I know. I'm going to go all <laughs> shock jock, right? So... Lego You've lured me in. <laughs> yeah, I'm gotcha. <laughs> Lego sucks. Oh. Uh, I played the long card on you. But um Lego is back in the 90s it was kind of like broad themes like pirate mm. space knights. Now it's it's super specific. It's Harry Potter. Yeah. It's a character for the exact Harry Potter. I remember when I was a kid, what I used to do is I would get a, a spaceman in the black outfit yeah. and I would find the pointy knight's helmet. It's very dangerous helmet. if he gets lost out in space. Yeah, exactly. Like, where's he gone? Just look for a face, a floating <laughs> face. Unfortunately, we totally ock health and safety mess up. But we're evil. <laughs> <laughs> we have to dress in black. Yes, but we still need high-vis Lord Overlord. Uh, it's just a safety thing. I mean, we want to be evil, but we want to do it safely. But I would put the... the um, pointy night helmet on that oh, black spaceman to make yeah. him Darth Vader. 
Oh, cool. Now, kids just get given Darth Vader. Yeah, You know I what I mean? That. So you aren't... You know, it's that whole idea of how Lego has gone from being like, you know, back in my house, it was a giant tub just full of bricks to now being like sculptures on a shelf. Yeah. The idea of like, you can create anything with Lego has now been like, you you create what's in the instructions. Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's funny you say that because yeah, the licensing, the license stuff is super popular. You, Harry Potter, Star Wars. Uh, what else is there? Indiana Jones, mm. Jurassic Park. They're just about to bring out a Stranger Marvel? Things. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. Strange, yeah. Stranger Things. They've got like the upside down house that's coming out because, you know, three-year-olds and four-year-olds love Stranger Things. But I think, you know, they're tapping into the adult fans. But... After doing Lego Masters, prior to that, Maddie and I were so all about instructions, all about boxes. But then once we had to get ready for this show, we had to go back to creating. And that is so much more fun. And from all the little kids that I've spoken to, all the fans, they're like, I don't even make stuff out of the box. So if you're a true Lego fan and you're in the community, you're more respected when you buy those sets for the parts. And that's what a lot of people do. They'll buy like five Harry Potter triple-decker buses because that's one of the only places you can get purple-coloured Lego. And then they'll take them apart, they'll make their things, and then they'll sell the extra parts online because, I don't know, some hubcap is really rare and they can get like five bucks for it. And they'll they'll often kind of make money off it and it's incredible. Hang on, I'm just going to let my dog out. (laughs) Chewy! Jimmy um, is moving towards the rear door. Chewie's out. He's, uh, <laughs> he's going for number twos. Um, but, but yeah, so, so yeah, you're absolutely right. But I think, yeah, it did go super licensed and super instruction mm. heavy. But well, then I mean, that a- also basically made it the company's like stock price go through the roof. It yeah. saved the company, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think in the 90s, they almost mm. went bust and they did have to fire a bunch of people or let go. Yeah. Uh, is a nicer way of saying it. <laughs> but yeah, now they're the, the biggest... We're going to have to let go. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. Yeah, you get a sweet laugh. You're like, yeah. oh, that's a great... Jo- oh, wait, I've lost my job. Oh, <laughs> oh this is terribly depressing. Business with a smile. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, look, I think there's a new renaissance. People are making their own stuff again. It's it's really cool. It is also, I think, because people like us have disposable incomes now. Like, I know a lot of people who who are our age and have, like, a Millennium Falcon or, you know, like, I've got... What would you like, uh, a mortgage or a Millennium Falcon made out of Lego? So, I've got this... uh, uh, It's called the Imperial... Not Battleship, but similar... No, no, the it's, no, like the no, no, the, the, the pirate ship that I've got. Oh, yeah, so you've yeah. got... So, so, this is really interesting, Dan, because I think... I loved Lego as a kid, but then there's something called a Lego Dark Age where you stop playing with Lego because you become... It's lame. Yeah, it's so You're lame. A skateboard. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm yeah. going to skateboard uh, and break my collarbone and yeah. almost fail year 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Too that's, real. That's a thing yeah. that happened. Um, but then you kind of go back into it, and I think one of the... Um, one of the enablers might have been you, uh, and you didn't realize this, but you had posted way back when your awesome kind of imperial yeah, flagship, East flagship. Indi- that's what it's called. East India Trading Company-esque kind of yeah, flagship yeah. thing. And um, it's like the kind of ship you would see in a bottle 
in like or like in a glass case in a millionaire's mansion yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's lego it's awesome yeah it's so cool and so i saw that and i'm like oh if dan de has a bloody lego ship i'm gonna buy a bloody one and it's about that time that i started dating maddie i think and for one of our first builds we made that sea cow so <sighs> hey mate if you think you're not affecting any change you bloody are. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty That's sure. Fantastic. Yeah. First of all, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. You guys are great. Oh, cheers. Um, Claim it. Well, so this was actually something I wanted to get to the bottom of is like, obviously, like you guys are a couple and you're building Lego together. We're still a couple if this is where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I think you're so hot, man. Um, but um, often I could imagine that partners are a bit like, oh, why well, you got to put all your toys everywhere? Yeah, totally. That sort of thing. So, was it this moment where the two of you were like, oh my God, you like weird toys as well? Yeah, definitely. So, when uh, Maddie and I started working together as um, Captain Starlights uh, for a children's charity and this girl started working, Maddie, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> how weird would that be? This other girl was so hot, but yeah. she wasn't into me. So, I went with Maddie. No. Meanwhile, <laughs> this weirdo was playing with blocks in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Hello, you'll do. Um, no, this girl started working and I creepily um, asked her out for a date, uh, which everybody says you shouldn't do because you work with someone. But oh, so many people so- I know who are married met. Them, oh, 100%. <laughs> Flirting but, um, on the edges of me too. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are a bit um, short-sighted, uh, Maddie is quite uh, a gorgeous uh, person. And so I thought, you know, um, the inner nerd came out of me and she's. Uh, I was thinking, oh, no, like, she's she's the coolest girl in school. I she can't me- take the prom queen to the <laughs> yeah, prom. I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. take the prom queen. Yeah. And so I started hanging out with her and realized very quickly that she was a massive tomboy. Uh, Chewie's just barking in the background to confirm it, it that. Agrees, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she was into Lego. And, into, and we both love, like, escape rooms. And when we were such... Idiots. When we go to like beautiful places around the world, it's like, oh, we could go to this gorgeous Van cathedral Gogh or, yeah, cathedral yeah. or gallery, or we could go to Disneyland <laughs> or, or um, you know, the the local theme park. And so I like when I realised that bit of a hottie tick, yeah, uh, lovely person tick into all the nerdy things that I'm into. Other than Christopher Nolan films, she hates those. But I was like, I'm willing to, I'm yeah, willing give to her throw a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I put a ring on it straight away. Well, yeah. well congratulations. Four years later. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, so do you remember, like, so you said the, the sea cow was your first build yeah. together? Yeah, we were, it was New Year's Eve. And like a bunch of cool groover nightclub go-getters, we decided to stay home and start building Lego. We only built like the first How long had you been going out for? Oh, I reckon like six months to a year. Wow. Yeah. So less than a year and you'd already decided to build Legos at home. Well, I think part of me loves the- Because of my Instagram posts. Yeah, totally. Uh, You've killed my social life. Yeah, I ran into New Year's Eve. I like to think I'm this cool guy that loves parties and, you know, know, loves- Loves to get out and hang out with people. But I think if I've got to be totally honest, I love staying home and I love kind of... Chewy, stop doing stuff. This I love yelling great. at my dog. Um, and this dog doesn't want to stay at home at all. <laughs> he wants to go to the park. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I love hanging at home and watching movies. And um, I love... My idea of a great night out is to invite all of my mates around and we'll play board games yep. or, or, and, you know, hang out. 
And I love that Maddie loves doing that. It's it's so cool. But that New Year's Eve, we only made a couple of the bags because when you open the Lego box, you've got like bags one to a thousand. Oh, it was a wild New, wild New Year's Eve, a couple yeah. of bags. <laughs> we went through a couple of bags, mate. And then like we ran out, so we had to get more. We kept building for um, But um, a bunch of our friends came around and we started to all build Lego, but then it got a bit chaotic. So we, uh, we partied on. But um, yeah, we love it. We absolutely love it. Okay. And so... Take me through the process of becoming Lego Masters contestants. Yeah, so like Mads and I, every time we make Lego, we post it on social media mm-hmm. um, because uh, we don't go to enough breakfasts, mm-hmm. so we can't yeah. we can't take photos of our breakfast. Yeah. Um, so we take photos of our Lego, and so it became pretty common knowledge amongst our mates that we loved Lego, and then so like whispers of this show mm. started to kind of uh, permeate and then we got about 5,000 messages from all of these different mates going oh my god there's this Lego Masters show you guys have to go and do this and so I feel like every person that sent us that message thinks that they're the one that made us go on Lego but we <laughs> I said told them I yeah. told them to go on I pretty much I, their, their success is because <laughs> of me um, but now Dan you know that it's because of your pirate ship yeah good but um, so we said thank you very much and we, uh, we you had to make like a little one minute video and so we did and we we're all cutesy and talked about how we um, had a Lego kind of incorporated wedding and how I proposed to Maddie with a dodgy Lego box with a ring inside and yeah did you show them around the house uh, yeah, we showed them all kind yeah. of what, what we're into and, and also the Lego. Hello. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, we got, a, we got an answer very quickly. Um, I think they took one look at Maddie and was like, hot girl playing with Lego. We got to, just like me, when I married her, they were like, we need to wed her to our show. And so then we went about a week later to this kind of like very tired looking old hotel and uh there was a massive function room full of lego and we had three hours to just build whatever we wanted we had like something to incorporate we had to incorporate a a sphere which is very hard to to make out of squares yeah yeah a circular ball out of square shaped bricks Mm. uh and thinking back my sphere at that time was was pretty shit <laughs> but you should see my spheres now mate they're amazing yeah cool but anyway um, <laughs> you, later on you can show me your spheres <laughs> yeah but it was great like we were in there and uh, my spheres are huge uh, and we were making stuff and it was interesting kind of looking around at the different people that were there I, I do recall like a father and son couple that never made it to the show Aww. and the dad was just yelling at the kid the whole time he's like wrong <laughs> wrong Ah, I wish I wish I had a daughter, but oh. stuff like that. And I was like, oh my god! And surprise, surprise, they didn't make the cut. Wow, yeah. But Maddie and I um, then got escorted into this other room and they had a chat with us, and it was all very exciting. But I remember the funniest part was they were asking us all these questions, uh, and then at the very end they go, and there's also quite a big prize money uh, involved. Um, what are you going to do with that money? And both Maddie and I looked at each other and went, "There's prize money? Oh, cool!" Like we had no idea. That there was, was a prize involved, hundred thousand or something, just a cheeky hundred k. Wow. Um, who I'm very happy with who it went to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I have hit them up to borrow some money. But um, if you'd won, would I have got a little? Uh, oh, for sure. Five hundred dollars. I love check. that I can say that now. Five, uh, yeah, of course, yeah, man. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, here's here's a gold encrusted microphone. <laughs> but um, Kyle Sandilands. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, but um, yeah, and then they said, uh, you know, don't call us, we'll call you. But then they and they did. did. Yeah, and we were 
on it. And the scary thing was, was that, yeah, we were just instructions kids. We loved to, you know, Lego for us is like a mindfulness coloring in mm. book or, a, or like doing that, a puzzle. Isn't it? Yeah. it is just so wonderful because... Do you put all the pieces in yeah, their individual piles? This very yeah. table that you're sitting at. You should feel very honoured. Yeah, oh. feel, feel the creativity. <laughs> What's happened on yeah, this table? Yeah. I know, look at those scratches. They look like <laughs> nail marks. Um, but um, yes, yeah, so we'd only ever done instructions and they were like, yeah, PS, you've got to make your own stuff. And so in the um, AFOL world, which is adult fandom, like, world, <laughs> yeah, I've there's heard so that. many acronyms. It's incredible. Snot is a great one. What's Snot, that? Studs not on top. So, so that's your little brick where, you know, like a normal one by one brick has just the little stud on top. Yeah. And you click other things. Well, these bricks have uh, like on the sides as yeah. well. So you can start to build outwards and change the direction. Um, I love that sort of stuff. Like I can't even conceive of how you figure that out oh just through just being kind of creative and and relaxing and that's what we you would usually do is just sit back and and relax and and put music on and turn our phones off and be with each other uh you know rather than talk to each other across a phone or, or be on social media which we don't do as people a lot that anymore. sounds amazing it's super lovely and I, I, highly... I feel like i want to recommend it to other couples you it, know it's and say so like, good yeah, yeah why don't you build a lego together yeah I, I think it's uh, it's it makes one of the sense. ten steps to ultimate happiness. It's you know how you see it's a much maligned thing, but these companies that do Lego as like a team building exercise mm. to get everyone working together. It's almost frustrating, but I'm starting to think maybe that would work. It, it is, and um, for kids with sort of motor neuron diseases ah. and Asperger's or, or social awkwardness, it's incredible because um, there's an amazing documentary I think on Netflix uh, called Brickumentary, and they talk about that how kids with sort of um, social anxiety and, and issues working as a team play Lego and suddenly one kid has to have the instructions and one kid gets all the pieces ready okay. and one kid puts them together and they're sort of forced to cooperate and it's so lovely and it's nice that I'm forced to cooperate with my wife when we make Lego. <laughs> <laughs> forced to <laughs> and only then. But yeah, then we got on the show and we were like little rabbits in, you know, Lego headlights. We were pretty scared going, oh my God, we are like just kind of way out of our league. What are we going to do? But then we just kind of went, well, this is just like, you know, Maddie's a writer and I write sketches and I Mm. edit. And um, as children's performers, we do a lot of craft and creating. We're like, well, Lego's just the new medium it's the new clay let's just apply our ideas onto this lego and we were fine after that i think that's where we really kind of had the advantage was because we're storytellers and we come up with ideas and i'm an improviser and Mm. um yeah it was great whereas some lego people we'll shut the door because your construction's kicked up We're here to talk about construction, not listen to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, we, we had such a great time. And like, I really loved that rather than being on maths where everyone's like, oh, oh F so, this and yeah. see that and bleep, bleep, bleep. And, yeah. and I'm going to sleep with your partner. Yeah. And most of the um, contestants <laughs> were so helpful. And they were like, oh, it was always like, I love what you're doing. Hey, why don't you try this? I'm like, mate, do you want to win this a hundred grand? It was so lovely to see that kind of, um, yeah, positive reinforcement. It was wicked. 
Who is the Lego guy? Who Rick is Man. Yeah. He's a legend. He's the guy who did, does like museum-y stuff, arty stuff, yeah, kind of like installation of stuff. certified Lego professionals yeah. that have got like, Lego has gone, hey kid, you're all right. And they'll put their name behind him. And he, I think he's the only one in the Southern Hemisphere. And so if you're walking around Meyer or David Jones or like a fun park and you see something giant Correct. out of Lego, yeah. it's very likely that he or his amazing team of brick monkeys... Trademark, that's the term, um, have made it. And and he's the loveliest dude. Like, I kind of, when we first went into this competition, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've, I've worked in production. I've made films. I'm not going to get sucked into this dramatics of yeah. reality TV. <laughs> and Maddie and I went, okay, two things we can't do. We can't have a fight and we can't cry on camera. We don't want to do that. Within the first episode, we'd broken both of those rules. But we cried because Brickman, like, I got intimidated by him at first because he'd come up and be like, oh, oh, you're doing that, are you? We're like, oh, God. But like, like how Matt Preston will kind of come yeah. up, oh, flombing the scallops. Interesting. And you're like, interesting ah. good or interesting bad. But then at the end, um, the first episode where he had to say goodbye to someone, he teared up because he had to send someone home. And it's so beautiful seeing a judge so emotionally connected and and wanting people to stay mm. there and it was so it was just so lovely yeah he he was a cool guy <laughs> i've got two good lego facts oh great right? i'll give you two good lego facts uh, can I'd i love, give you two yeah after? i'd love to know yeah. if you've got any as well my first one is um i've kind of ruined it but what you say is who's the um the world's leading manufacturer of car tyres. Uh, I believe that would be Lego. There you go. Because yeah, of all the like, little mini ones. They're like Bridgestone and... Um, oh, I'm so not a car guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that yeah. other tyre company. Um, um, Goodyear. Bob Jane Team. Bob Jane. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. And the other one is that Lego bricks, the reason they're so expensive is because of the moulding process. But the benefit is that... You can get a Lego brick, like from 1979, from that yeah. blue spaceship, and connect it to one made this morning. Yeah. Because 100% of the Lego bricks yeah. all connect together perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. And I, I, like, this is the crazy thing. I think, like, in 2012, they made, like, 45 billion Lego bricks Fuck. in one year. And they did the math. It was, like, 5.2 million Lego bricks created per hour. Wow. Like, so and and they can they can um, take so much force like they've I've seen all these things on YouTube where they like oh like do the hydraulic tests. press yeah. yeah like they're really strong and you can build I think like with all the Lego bricks on Earth you can build a tower to the moon from Earth ten times wow yeah. and I think like the amount you know the minifigs the little Lego men, yeah there are almost the same amount. Of Lego minifigs as there are people. We got really close kind of <laughs> at the end of this year, but then obviously the human population is out of control, <laughs> which kind of like is a great metaphor to, to really let you know how big our population is getting, that minifigs almost got there and then the population in one Still year Still kept went, going. Bang. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah, there's so many. Yeah. Um, and I think there's like 80-something Lego bricks per person at like... In the entire world. So, for every person in the world, there's 80-something Lego bricks. Apparently, there's a... Um, I think they've got some sort of 2020 or something, some sort of 2025 kind of aim yeah. to have their entire production process be non-plastic. Yeah. Because think of it, you know, obviously, they're pumping out Or biodegradable out lots of pl- Lego yeah, bricks. Yeah. yeah, so they're pumping out lots of plastic, you know. But, um, yeah, they've got some... 
environmental aim or something like that. Yeah, to, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they're really kind of um, enviro-conscious and, and quite innovation-friendly Lego. They do these really cool things as well. They clearly know that the fans are really important and there's a lot of crazy creators out there making stuff. So they've actually got this, um, like, brand called lego ideas oh and yeah if you look over there there's voltron yeah that's a lego ideas and there's upstairs i've got like the ship in the bottle is one as well that's one as yeah. well the yellow submarines one and that is actually just um fans of lego have put it onto the lego site and gone i've made this mm. and i think if they get fourteen thousand likes then lego goes considers it right. yeah and then they'll make it and they get Lego designers to come on board and help you out. But you get like a little photo in the instructions. <laughs> That's the other thing. I, yeah, the, the, I remember seeing the ship in the bottle, what the original looked like. And you're like, man, these Lego designers just kick yeah. it up a notch, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah, it was like it's the like Photoshop. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> MS Paint and Photoshop. Yeah. You've just done a clip art picture of a boat in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, but it's a <laughs> yeah. good idea. It got the 14,000 likes though. So. <laughs> um, okay, before we go, I've got to show you my... Yes. Um, my Lego. I'm that so excited. I've, got. I've shown I've, you mine, so it's time exactly, for you to show yeah, me yours. Exactly. Yeah. Compare. Yeah. I've airdropped them to you. So yeah. You can... So I'm looking at your ship, which is beautiful. It's, it's very cool, isn't it? I, I love it. A little fun fact: when I bought the sea cow, there was a note on the bottom of the box that goes, "Will not float in the bath." Because <laughs> you, you, you know someone's gone. I've built this ship, and now to tell. Bloop, bloop, bloop. No, <laughs> it's not seaworthy. There was no warning. <laughs> Testing it in the warning. open sea, just <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's um, so- okay, I'm moving over. Oh, there's a beautiful shot of the interior. Is that a is that an organ? Yeah, it's got, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I love oh, that. There's a picture of my organan in there. Uh, no, it's, Dude, um, that is a, a wonderful... Uh, <laughs> stuck it in. Cheeky yeah. sneak. Um, um, but... Oh, holy crap. What is this? You've made an original IBM computer from the 80s and an original Nintendo Entertainment System. And like, keep going. These, oh my, these did, are, you, did you make those up yourself? No, these are instructions you can get online. Oh, cool. Mm. Actually, I should say the guy oh, is called... Oh, is that a... That's not an Atari. That's a... Yeah. Is that the, an Atari? There's an Atari eventually, isn't there? Yeah, that's sick. I took a photo of each one. What's the one in between the Atari and the the um, IBM? I'm going to feel terrible for... The long, flat, grey yeah. one? Is it a C64? Ah, yeah. old school. Oh, you've even got the little joysticks. That's so cool. There's a guy online, right? He's called, I think, Chris McVeigh. Yeah. And uh, he has a web store. Well, actually had. He had a web store <laughs> where he would get... The rise and fall of... Well, you of know, well no, no, it's fan. a happy ending. So, you know how um, you were saying people put Lego bricks online and sell yeah. them this whole community. So, what he does is he orders the individual bricks you need to make these, creates the sort of Adobe Illustrator version of the instructions yeah. and sends you those too and you can build it at home. That's so cool. But he doesn't do it anymore and I'm pretty sure it's because he's got a job at Lego. The system works. Yeah. Crazy, That's right? That's so good. They were like, we got to stop this guy. But it's like, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Catch me if you can. They're yeah. like, rather He's than so putting good. you in prison, yeah. we're going to get you to work for us. Yeah. Um, and the next one. <gasps> oh, I love this. How very poignant. I still haven't seen the final episode. Okay, I'll But this my is lips, uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Oh, my gosh. You got, oh, Theon. There's Johnson. They're all here. And look I at the bottom like, right um, corner. There's a George R. R. Martin. Oh, yeah. Well, he's looking very slim <laughs> for a minifigure. Um, that is wicked. And there's been a lot of like joke posts and memes online that um, Lego was going to release Game mm. of Thrones. And I stupidly was fooled by it. And I got so excited because I love Castle Lego. And I'm like, oh, my God, we could Perfect make Winterfell fit. and King's, King's Landing. Well, so these are... 
uh, I guess you call it black market. Oh. As in like... Oh, this is shut down. I got to feel... <laughs> no more podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of cool. the opposite of uh, Chris McVeigh. Is this is someone who's like... I think they're actually printing them. I think oh, they've got a Lego yeah. printing There's press. There's a bunch of really... Like, not that I should be, you know... Condoning it. Oh, yeah. look... I- who cares? It's the back I, end I of a podcast, it. mate. It's the back I, end of a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope nobody's listening. Um, I think it's amazing. Like, there's this great one where, like, people have made zombies or they've mm. made, like, a minifig with, like, two heads coming off them. And I love that. Like, I think it's so cool. Well, it's especially, it doesn't stop Lego from releasing it themselves down the track, surely. Yeah. I guess sometimes, like, you can see people have made, like, assault rifles and all this sort of stuff. And Yeah, Lego's like, anti-war, yeah, I yeah. think, you know, coming from that European... Uh, yeah. Country where you know war has uh, not always been a fun thing to to you know <laughs> talk about. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they made that executive decision to not have any war, mm. so they've got no tanks. Oh, there there have been guns in like pirate Lego. They had yeah, like the old school guns. I remember you know talking going going over to friends' places. I remember I went to one of my friends' places, and he had cowboy Lego, and I had no guns, mm. and I stole one of the rifles. Oh, wow. I just grabbed it, put it in my pocket. You are incriminating yourself so I much know, in this I know, I know, I know. But it's, um, it, we're, at, we're at the half hour mark, so no one will listen this far. Like, hey, ASIO. I only listen to podcasts for 30 minutes and then I switch off. It's something that I do and I can't break it. Um, but then Star Wars has guns as well. But I love that, like, because it's in space, it's no longer violent. Yeah, it's fictional. Like, gravity will slow down the lasers. Oh, no, it's lasers. Oh, yeah, so yeah, So lasers yeah. are okay. Lasers are fine. Yeah, they'll burn you. But you just won't. do a Wilhelm scream and then fall <laughs> off a balcony. It's fine. Love the Wilhelm scream. Um, cool. So anyway, that's what I've got. Mm. That's my Lego. I love it. Uh, I have thought about freshening the collection up. I yeah. actually I like the ship in the bottle that you've got. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's that's like a still mini that's still around. Definitely yeah. grab onto that because um, you know the don't wait because the really good stuff they stop making on yeah. purpose. And so my um, Imperial flagship. That was about, what, 230 bucks in the shops. It's now going on eBay for over $1,000. Yeah, man. Like, you should- but I don't have the box. I threw it out because I Marie Kondoed my life. It's so funny. There's a website called Bricklink where all the main players of Lego do all their um, trading and you can just buy boxes. So if you wanted to, you could probably just buy a box for like five bucks. Rebox it. And rebox it. Oh, no, I but, couldn't uh, get rid of it. Yeah, I'm the same. Like I go, oh, yeah, this has gone up in value, but I built this and this, yeah. is, this is special. And um, yeah, I'm starting to look at more mocks now, which is pretty exciting. But God, it's a bit... Different, uh, my own creation. So that's uh, come on, get up with the acronyms. But um, I, it's so like I I went on the show Lego Masters with Maddie, and we just had a cheeky two and a half million bricks to play with. I know, and now it's you're, phenomenal. And you just isn't take it? that for granted, and then you go back home and you're like, sweet, I'm going to make it my own creation. And oh my god, where am I going to get all these bricks from? So what do you do? Are you going to like take you some of your savings and turn that yeah. into your starter yeah. fund? We're, and- we're uh, what is it called? Equity on the mortgage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it. And there's a, there's a mock up there actually with Maddie uh, holding me aloft. We call that nobody puts Jimmy in the corner. Oh, cool. So okay. a little nod to Dirty Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we're pretty excited to start doing that. Well, Maddie's really excited and I'm just like, okay, babe, sure, whatever. Just count, like counting your blessings. Yeah, Can't that, was, believe the, your that luck. was the weird thing about the show is I discovered, that, you know, I'd been married for four years and then it was the first time in the show that I realized how competitive Maddie was. Like we went into this going, we're, this is an adventure. We're pretty sure we're not going to win, but we'll just 
have an adventure and see how we go. But towards the back end, Maddie's like, we're going to win this. I'm like, babe, there's dudes who have been doing this. Like, I do comedy. They don't do comedy. They do Lego. Yeah, yeah like yeah, okay. that is their thing. They've they've done brickventions. Like Henry and um, Cade, the guys who won it. There was an episode where we had to recreate the DeLorean from Back to the Future, yeah. and I was like, "This is amazing! I've never made a car before, but this is great." Henry literally went, "Oh, this is sweet! I've made four of these before." Wow. So it's yeah, but it was just such a cool experience, and like yeah, bloody love it. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for your time. Thanks for showing me around your Lego house. Uh, thank you for coming and, and putting up with me and my dog. <laughs> your dog and your and construction a, site. A giant Lego construction thing outside. now. <laughs> oh, no. Good stuff. Thanks. Thank you. Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBooth is pretty much made entirely by me, Dan DeBooth, except for the music, which is by Caleb Garfinkel, and the artwork, which is by David Ferrier and Joe Kutri.